0: Running a business can come with its own set of unique challenges, but running a business with a partner can present a different set of challenges that you might not have been prepared for. I know you dream of having a business with your best friend or your sister or your cousin or even that neighbor that has the same kind of mindset that you have, but it can be tricky. There's no way to know how you and another person or persons will work together under pressure. And when the money starts rolling in, will personalities change? If you have it prepared properly and protect yourself, you can minimize a lot of future potential problems. Today, we're talking about the real PPP. And I want you to sit back and listen to this podcast. And if you're thinking of starting a business or joint venture with a friend, please listen closely to the advice I'm about to drop on you. But before you do, ask yourself two questions. What happens if the relationship goes south? And How do I protect myself and my reputation and my assets should the partnership fall apart? Welcome back to another episode of Mogul Chicks Chat. I am your host, Adrienne Graham. I am the CEO and proud founder of Mogul Chicks with an X, LLC. I'm a serial entrepreneur and self-made businesswoman who is a strategic business growth advisor, published author, mentor, and investor. Mogul help female founders grow, scale, and get their companies investment ready. We provide strategic business growth solutions and a platform for resources, mentoring, networks, and education. Our mission is to take your company from flat to profit generating to job creating to investment ready. My personal mission is to help you build and run a better company, reimagine the way you do business, and build lasting wealth. So let's get into it. Today, I'll be talking about the real PPP, partnerships, protections, and provisions. I'll discuss the steps you need to take pre, post, and during a partnership to ensure you have a long-lasting, well-maintained, efficient, and profitable company. Now, you know me, I can find a business lesson anywhere. Today's podcast was prompted by a dispute I read between the Turkey Leg Hut co-owners. Now, if you guys watch Food Network, I know you've seen this company. I know you've heard of them. I haven't eaten there personally, but I heard that their turkey legs and their food, their size are really to die for. But you know what, it's sad that their partnership had to devolve into a public back and forth. Uh, For what I gather, there's some kind of dispute and they're looking to go their own separate ways. But each person wants to take ownership of what's going on now. I can't help but feel that if they sat down and really thought this out before becoming partners, a lot of the turmoil could have probably been avoided. Now, I'm not going to go into details except to say that the story is in the Houston Chronicle and it's very sad. I I hate to see partnerships devolve into that level of chaos. So I just wish them well and hope everything works out. But let's get on to today's topic and what I want to talk to you about. Now, no matter how tight-knit a relationship is, Murphy's Law of Business dictates that at some point, there will be a challenge. In some cases, those challenges can lead to an irreparable breakdown of the business and the relationship. So let's talk about 10 things you can do to protect yourself going into a joint venture or into business with partners. Number one, no matter how close you are, what you've been through together, or whatever the status of your relationship, get it all in writing. Yes, it's important to legally set up everything in the beginning to avoid any nonsense or confusion. Contracts, wills, uh, you know, because partners often have heirs, uh, advanced legal documentation, etc should be crafted in the beginning of the partnership before you even open your doors. That's a no brainer. For example, if we go our separate ways, what happens to the business assets, the clients, the staff, the name of the company, uh, any trademarks, any secrets, etc.? What happens to that? You know, what are the buyout terms? Will each of you be able to sell to, to the other or to an outside party? You know, do you want to work with someone outside of the partnership? If someone decides that they're out, they may want to give their partnership or their their assets to an outside partner and you have to determine if that's something you'd be willing to to deal with or worst case scenario if they die do you want to work with their heirs with their their family members you know succession planning um planning in case of in, in case of incapacitation excuse me or death you know what what happens with succession planning and taking it in a different direction can you bring in outsiders to invest at a later date You know what if you want to grow more and you want to bring on another partner uh not necessarily leaving you know what about additional operating partners you need to make sure that there are provisions for all of those scenarios and probably a few that i haven't mentioned so number two when issues come up deal with them immediately post haste right away (laughs) better sooner than later okay don't let it fester Address the things head on in an adult manner. And I think a lot of people lose those skills when anger takes over or passion. You know, call a meeting and have a sit down to hash things out and gain uh, clarity on a situation. Have an attorney, a mediator, or other reliable, neutral third party at the table. Not necessarily a decision maker, but someone who is knowledgeable about the topic at hand. Listen, no dragging in spouses, siblings, friends, any of that, because that makes it completely one-sided and you don't want other people in your business. And we'll, we'll get into that later and no talking behind each other's back. You know, I, I hate that this is what's going on with Turkey leg hut. You know, that serves no purpose other than to inflame the situation. Lastly, no dragging the situation on social media or media (laughs) outbursts. Keep that stuff private. You know, you shouldn't be running to Twitter or running to Instagram or calling up the local news whenever you have a disagreement. That's not the way to handle a partnership. Number three, document everything. Everything. (laughs) Processes, policies, meetings, calls, everything needs to be documented. Processes and policies should be documented clearly in the first place because that benefits not just the partners, but also the entire staff. Meetings should always be recorded and have a written and audio transcript. That way there's a record of what was said and done and nobody can come back later complaining something was misrepresented or someone didn't hear something or it wasn't articulated properly. So document everything. Number four, be clear with all things financial. Now this is a no brainer. Money has a strange way of coming between people in ordinary circumstances. Business revenue can make people do some things, you know, especially when it's obscene amounts of money, like millions and billions. Initial investments into the business need to be qualified and quantified in the beginning of the partnership. What percentage of equity does each person's investment stake equate to? Is there a chance of increasing the investment? If so, does that give the person a bigger equity stake? You know, all debt agreements must be clearly outlined so everyone knows what the business is responsible for versus what the individuals are responsible for. And everyone needs to be on the same page in terms of what debt load the business can bear. Immediately report any indicators of trouble to the other partner. And finally, make sure you or your accountant Provides a profit breakdown included with the financial reports. The aim is full financial transparency for everyone involved. Number five, this should be clear separation of duties and standard operating procedures. Put controls in place for everything. Your banking, your hiring, firing, selecting vendors, all of it. Each partner should have their area that they specifically own themselves and if your partner is excellent with creative then let them stay in that lane if you're good at sales you should head that function you should never intervene or overstep into the other partner's area if you have questions bring them up and discuss it but never overstep your bounds that could get messy real quick so respect everybody's lane number six what if scenarios should always be on deck In case of death, illness, disaster, or unexpected events, who does what, and when, and how, and where, and why? You know, things happen, such as hurricanes, pandemics, as we're currently experiencing, (laughs) depending on when you listen to this podcast. And any number of unforeseeable events can happen. You know, having a disaster and risk management plan in place, which I covered in a previous podcast, so go back and listen to that, It can save you a lot of time. You know, imagine if you don't have this and something happens where one of you is left handling business, but, you know, is uncertain of the next steps. Having a clearly outlined plan in place alleviates all of the guesswork and the inconvenience. Run through those what-if scenarios at least quarterly. That way you'll know where you stand. Plus it'd be a good test run in case of another pandemic or hurricane or whatever. Number seven, this is going to sound crazy, but invest in therapy. Yes, as in couples therapy. It works for marriages, so why not business partnerships, right? Relationships take work. Sometimes having a neutral third party to help you work through those feelings can be the difference between a healthy relationship and a disastrous one. You know, whether you're in good or bad times, you should continue therapy regardless. It helps facilitate communication and transparency. So give it a shot. Think about it. Talk to your your, uh, partner about going to therapy. You would work on saving your marriage. So why not work on saving your, your business partnership as well? Number eight, communicate about everything, no matter how small. Now, some people may feel that's petty, but no, I'd rather over communicate than under communicate. Now, there are some people who are fine with just the highlight reels. You know, some people say, just give me the cliff notes. I used to be like that. Just give me the cliff notes version. Meaning they don't need or necessarily want to know about every little detail. But I would say it's better to over communicate than under communicate. I just said that. Again, that way nobody can tell you they didn't know or weren't informed about something. So communicate about everything. Number nine, do not commingle outside or side ventures listen to me whatever businesses you have on your own or on the side keep it that way trust me when i say this when you entangle businesses it can get ugly You don't want to end up having to fight somebody for something that you built. I don't care if the businesses are complementary to your joint venture or similar, or you think your partnership will last for generations, do not mix them. I'm telling you, when you give up control, you lose control and you don't ever want to be in a situation where something goes wrong and the other partner is suing you and goes after their assets or those assets. Number 10, and the final point that I'm going to make in this podcast, keep people out of your business discussions. You know how they tell you, don't air your dirty laundry out in public, or your mama say, don't talk about what's going on at home. Keep people out of your business discussions. You know, people love to divide and conquer, uh, to confuse and instigate the situation, You know, while seemingly harmless, having outside interference can place a wedge that's deeper between you and your partner. You end up dealing with conflicting opinions. And that's all that is, just opinion and self-serving interests. They start to, you know, compete with what's best for for you, your partner and your business. You know, if you're not careful, someone can talk you right out of fixing your problem and right into litigation. And you do not want to do that. So no discussing your business or asking opinions unless it's from a neutral professional who can help you resolve said issue. Trust me on that. People love to gossip. Don't give them any excuse or reason to come in there and mess up your thing. So those are my tips for surviving and thriving in a partnership arrangement. You know, um... What are some of the stumbling blocks you've encountered in a business partnership? Leave your comments and let's get the conversation started. Make sure you're protecting yourself and your business at all times. And if you follow those tips, you're off to a good start so that's it for me today i'm adrian graham ceo and founder of mogul chicks and this has been another episode of mogul chicks chat i want to help you build a better more profitable company make sure you check out the other podcasts and if you like what you hear share the love pass the link on to your friends and your followers and your clients and everybody you could think of that can use this wisdom that i'm dropping You can find this podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and of course, the Mogul Chicks website. Make sure you subscribe for more information about how we can work together and grow and scale your company. Visit us online at mogulchicks.com or mogulchicksacademy.com and check out and see what we have coming up. Uh, soon in courses and in uh, workshops, and also you can send us an email at info at mogulchicks Connect with us all over social media at, of course, mogulchicks, and of course me on Twitter, talent diva personally, or under my name throughout Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. Uh, not Twitter, Twitter's talent diva, excuse me. And if you're not yet part of the mogul circle, if you're doing over a million in revenue. Or the Makers Club, if you're doing six-figure reconu- revenue, what are you waiting for? There's so much value in this membership, you know. Or if you prefer a good program or you're trying to move beyond startup phase, check out mogulchicksacademy.com. I'll catch you in the next episode. So in the meantime, stay safe. And remember, mogul chicks make mogul moves and power plays. Now go be profitable. Bye. <music>